Well, hello everyone. TWT back for another edition of Three Point Shot. It's been a while since you've heard my voice. I took some time off trying to figure everything out. I tell you, we're living in a world right now where everything seems to be going crazy. I'm not real sure where we're supposed to be, but I got some ideas that I'm gonna share with you today. So, sit back, grab a little something to drink, iced tea, whatever your preference. And give me your attention, because I'm going to drop some truth on you right now. Title of this one is, Where We At America? Point number one, why are we still fighting? I mean, come on. We live in a world where we are globally connected. We have information at the drop of a hat at our fingertips. We have scientific proof that we are all the same when you cut one of us we all bleed red so why on earth are we still fighting because of the color of someone's skin this is just stupid and it's time we wake up it's time we do something about it it is time we get past our own prejudices our own discrimination, our own racial issues, and say, I want to love my neighbor. I want to love my brothers and sisters, regardless of what color they are. Because that's the only difference, is the pigment of our skin. Lord of mercy. I could have been born a black man. I could have been born an olive man. I could have been born a green man. But you know what? I wasn't. But it don't make me any better or any worse than anybody else. Because I was born white. Because I was born to grow up only to five foot ten and be bald by the time I was 30. Come on, America. We could do better. We should do better. We ain't got time to be playing these games no more. So why are we still fighting? Why? are my brothers and sisters who have darker skin than me still having to beg for equality in this country why are my people americans who are protected by that wonderful document the constitution of the united states of america where it states all men are created equal We are all free. We are all protected. And yet, they are still fighting, still demanding equal rights. Why, America? We got to do better. Don't make no sense. Do we need another 9-11 to wake us up? Do we need another tragedy to show us that we are all one, that we can all come back together, that we can celebrate and love life together? That we can weep in tragedy? No, we don't want that. But we're seeing it unfold in front of our eyes. Guys, and it's the media. It's the politicians. It's our own hearts who will not let us see past the color of the skin. Who want to bring in issues and and fan those fires to make us divisive. To get us on separate sides. Especially in an election year like it is. We got to be better, America. We got to say no. We got to be willing 
willing to stop all this nonsense judging people because of the way they look because of the ink on their arms or the tone of their skin we just can't do it no more we shouldn't do it no more point one why are we still fighting i mean the civil rights movement in this country was over in the 50s and 60s and yet the last school to desegregate in the state that i live in in the south in south carolina was 1975 seriously two years before i was born we gotta do better america we are the land of the free we are the home of the brave we gotta get our heads out of our butts and realize that until we can love one another for what we are and who we are and not what we look like not for the color of our skin or how much money we have in our pockets we ain't never going nowhere i don't care if this steps on your toes you know hey get over it and you know some people out there that get mad when they hear that white privilege and you know i used to didn't understand white privilege and i got to talking to some of my friends and i realized i got white privilege i ain't never had to worry about getting pulled over by the cops and them mistaking me for a threat just because of the color of my skin i ain't never had to go into a place and have eyes on me looking at me like i'm a criminal just because of the color of my skin see white privilege doesn't mean you get everything white privilege doesn't mean that it was easy for you because by no means has my life been easy to achieve what i've achieved white privilege means the things that we take for granted like equality under the law like protection for all we get free we get easy i ain't never really had to explain to my son you got to be careful because of the way you look because they're going to deem you as a threat they're going to deem you less than what you are just because you don't look like them America, we got to stop fighting. We got to be better. Point one, stop fighting. Point two, justice needs to be served and the media needs to stop the madness. This is going to be a touchy point for people and it's a touchy point for me because Man, I used to turn on the news when I was little, watch it with my grandparents and my parents, and would get information, truth. Now, it's just a bunch of junk, all right? In this country, we have to come together and demand justice. But we have to accept justice when it is served. And we need to stop listening to the media hype us up before we even know the facts. Now, I'm going to go ahead and say it. There's a lot of people out there who are asking for justice for certain people. George Floyd. Brianna. These names, they ring a bell. We know this. And to be honest with you, Brianna Taylor, tragedy that she died. And I was madder than hell when it happened and I read about it. But I read the media's account of what happened. Last night, 
I listened to the full press conference given by a special attorney general prosecutor that was brought in to examine the facts as an independent agency. And although Brianna's death is a tragedy still, the police officers firing who were in the apartment were justified. They were fired upon. Now, the media would have us believe that it was a no-not warrant. Through this independent study and through witnesses other than the police, neighbors of hers said they heard the police knock and identify themselves several times. And only when they could not get anybody to the door did they decide to barricade ram the door. And that's when the first shot was fired by her boyfriend, which caused them to react with their fire, which tragically caused Breonna Taylor to lose her life. Now, they have charged another police officer with wanton endangerment because he fired his weapon through a glass door into the apartment without being able to identify his target, sending bullets not only through that apartment, but through another apartment where people were living, a man, a pregnant woman, and a child. He deserves to be prosecuted. Justice needs to be served. George Floyd's death. I don't care what kind of drugs he was on. I don't care what his criminal history was. I don't care how big and bad he looked. When they had that man in cuffs and on the ground, they should have got off of him. The police officer sitting there with his knee on his neck murdered him. We all watched it. We all saw it. The video was not doctored. He murdered him and he should pay the price. Justice needs to be served. Well, let me say this. I am a firm believer. I am a firm believer and supporter of law enforcement, of good law enforcement. Our society cannot exist without laws. Unfortunately, police officers are one of the very few professions where you cannot afford to have bad apples. You cannot have people who don't follow the law hiding behind a badge. 99.9% of police officers out there who put that uniform every single day, who put their life on the line not knowing if they're going home at night, are good, righteous, well-meaning men and women who want to serve their community and make a difference. But it's 1%, less than 1% of you punks out there who wear a badge who don't do the job like you're supposed to, who make it hard for those men and women to make it home, who have caused countless lives of police officers who have been ambushed by people who are angry over the injustices done by you, not by the good ones, by you. Justice needs to be served. You need to be caught. 
you need to be punished. You need to understand that your time has come. America is tired. The people are tired. We want good police. We want good people. We want just people. So don't be playing. Don't think you're going to get away with it. Because now the spotlight is on you. And people are not going to remain quiet anymore. The media. The media needs to just stop. First Amendment of the United States Constitution. Freedom of press. Freedom of speech. Protects that. Unfortunately, what it's done is given the media a get-out-of-jail-free card to be able to spout whatever nonsense they want to spout. Because you know what? Sometimes the truth don't sell papers. Sometimes the truth don't sell advertisement. So they make the stuff up. They give us the parcel truth. They give us what they want us to read. Turn on CNN. Turn on Fox. You get two different versions of the same story. Look at the New York Post. Look at the US to USA Today. You get two different pictures of the same story. Use the same photograph for both headlines. Might be a man standing there holding a baby with a car burning beside it. And in one newspaper it says, Hero saves child for burning inferno. In another paper it says, White supremacist tries to throw child into a burning car. Guys, the media will lead you wherever it wants to lead you. Be smart. Look for yourself. Get the details. And by God, when the details come back and the facts come back that something has been done wrong and injustice has been served, then be mad. Stand up. Argue for what's right. But don't go blindly following whatever the media says. You're better than that. We're all better than that. Find out for yourself. And I ain't talking about on Facebook or Insta or Twitter because everybody's a expert there find out for yourself fact check all right i ain't talking about parties i ain't talking about politics i don't care what side of the street you stand on the right or the left I'm talking about being right being smart making sure that those who are in power those who are in charge those who make the laws and keep the laws they don't break the laws we are demanding justice. It needs to be served. But we also need to understand that there's good ones. There are politicians who are serving the people. There are police officers who are doing what is right and just want to protect you. And what they see and what they hear from the media is making them just as sick as it is us. We need to understand that. Now, there's a lot of sayings out there about Black Lives Matter. All lives matter. Blue lives matter. Well, here's the thing. I'm a firm believer that all lives matter. But all lives can't matter until black lives matter. All lives can't matter until blue lives matter. All lives can't matter until we can realize that we're all important. Regardless of what color we stand behind we represent justice has to be served the media's gotta stop part three 
change comes from active listening and productive communication. I want to read you some excerpts real quick from a man from 1963 who was put in a Birmingham jail because he stood up because he did not go with the status quo. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. wrote the letter from Birmingham jail in 1963. And right now, before our very eyes, we're seeing our brothers and our sisters fighting the same fight that he was having to fight. So here are some expert excerpts from that letter. We are caught in an inescapable network of mutuality, tied in a single garment of destiny. Whatever affects one directly affects all indirectly. Never again can we afford to live with the narrow, preventable, outside agitator idea. Anyone who lives inside the United States can never be considered an outsider anywhere within its bounds. In 1963, Martin Luther King Jr. was saying all Americans have to stand up. All Americans have to ask for what is right, demand what is right. We can no longer pretend like it's not our fight, not our problem. Again, the words of Dr. King. You deplore the demonstrations taking place in Birmingham, but your statement, I am sorry to say, fails to express a similar concern for the conditions that brought in the demonstrations. I am sure that none of you would want to rest content with the superficial kind of social analysis that deals merely with the facts and does not grapple with the underlying causes. It is unfortunate that demonstrations are taking place in Birmingham, but it is even more unfortunate that the city's white power structure left the Negro community with no alternative. Guys, look in our streets right now. Look in our streets right now. The protest. People don't like them. Why? Because they're scary. Now, I'm going to go on record right now and say, peaceful protest, I have no problem with. I do not agree with, nor do I understand the burning, the looting, the stealing, the destruction of private property for any reason to get your point across. Martin Luther King Jr. did not believe in violent protest. Martin Luther King Jr. asked his people to be nonviolent, begged his people to be nonviolent to make the change. He did not ask them to be passive. He did not ask them to be quiet. He asked them to be nonviolent. When you destroy your own neighborhoods, when you steal from your own people, when you commit violence in order to get freedom, you deafen the ears of those you are asking to hear. Change comes from active listening and productive communication. In the words of Martin Luther King Jr., as in so many past experiences, our hopes have been blasted and the shadow of deep disappointment settled upon us. We had no alternative except to prepare for direct action, whereby we would present our very bodies as a means of laying our case before the conscience of the local and the national community. You may well ask why direct action, why sit-ins, marches, and so forth. Isn't negotiation a better path? You are quite right in the calling for negotiation. Indeed, this is the very purpose of direct action. 
nonviolent direct action seeks to create such a crisis and foster such a tension that a community which has constantly refused to negotiate is forced to confront the issue. It seeks to dramatize the issue that it can no longer be ignored. Listen to those words. In 1963, and we're fighting the same damn fight today. Why are we so blind, people? Why are we so blind? Why can we not hear? Why can we not see? They don't want extra. People don't want extra. People just want fair. People just want equality to be the best that they can be, to live the American dream, the thing that we hold dearly, the point that we can come from whatever we come from and make something of ourselves, to own a home, to raise a family safely, to earn an income. That's what we want. That's what we all want. And we should not be denied that. We should not be denied protection from the law just because we were born on the wrong side of the tracks or we're a different color or skin tone. Now, here's the small words from Dr. King. We know through painful experience that freedom is never voluntarily given by the oppressor. It must be demanded by the oppressed. Frankly, I have yet to engage in direct action campaign that was well-timed in the view of those who have not suffered unduly the disease of segregation. For a year now, I have heard the word wait. It rings in the ear of every Negro with piercing familiarity. This wait has almost always meant never. We must come to see with one of our distinguished jurists that justice too long delayed is justice denied. From 1963, people. 1963, and we're still fighting the same damn fight. We're still begging for the same thing. We gotta wake up. We gotta listen. Those who are in charge, those who are in power, those who have the ability to make the differences have to be willing to listen, to hear. Stop denying that it exists. Stop denying that that beautiful, wonderful document that sits in Washington, D.C. and says all men are created equal. What it really means is all men, women, children, Americans are created equal and should be given equality under the law. That's all anyone is asking for. We have to make the change. We have to be willing to make the change. We have to be willing to listen. We have to be willing to admit that we are not perfect. This country is not perfect, but by God, it's still our country and we want to make it better. And we can only do that through listening and communicating and loving one another, not hating one another, not tearing each other apart. Guys, wake up. Where are we at, America? That was my number one question. My three points for the day for the three-point shot. Why are we still fighting? Change comes from active listening, productive communication. Justice needs to be served, but justice has to be accepted. And the media has to stop with all the madness. This is TWT, Tattooed White Trash with his three-point shot. I love my brothers and sisters. Regardless of where you come from, what color you are, we're all one. God bless. Peace out.